0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: You Jayla? Yeah.
2: know. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. hey. Hey.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Come, on, come on. Hey. I want you to be famous.
3: Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
2: I'm Lindsay Weber.
3: And we'll see. This is the problem. What? I was gonna do... No, this is the thing. But, I, I was <laughs> looking for... I just have to, since I could not find the actual joke, I have to explain the joke, which is not as good as the joke, but this is all we've got, people. Wait, so what
2: is happening here?
3: Lindsay, listen. What I was going to do here, I'm doing the next best thing to actually putting in the joke, which is explain the joke. And the joke was... Is this really the next
2: best thing? I don't think so. Lindsay,
3: this is the next best thing. It was going to go, I'm Bobby Finger. Then you were going to say, I'm Lindsay Webber. And then what I was hoping to find was a clip from the E! Golden Globes red carpet show in which... <laughs> Someone said, I'm Ross Rat I'm Ross Matthews and I'm Karuchi Tran. But unfortunately I couldn't find that video, so you're just gonna have to imagine it. Because did you see the E Red Carpet?
2: Yes, it was a mess.
3: <gasps> With Ross and Karuchi.
2: They just I think that they just put anyone who was free on the E Red carpet. I don't even remember who was on the E Red carpet. Well,
3: Ross is always there. I don't understand why Karuchi was involved. I was at all.
2: also watching the NBC red carpet, and they really just—I can't believe Al Roker was uh, like designated red carpet. It, they really just degrade people by putting them there.
3: I think it must be part of your contract. It's like we're going to pay you so many millions of dollars every year to do this. Specifically, the NBC people I just
2: feel like, like Al Roker like deserves better now. Like this, at this Al
3: Roker—it's so—they're e- all so easy, and it's like a trip to LA, and like he's making millions of dollars.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're right, but I just, I just It's a blizzard here. Such good weather in LA right more. now. I just I just for me, Juliana Rancic and Al Roker on, are in different worlds. They are not, you know, both deserving of the carpet
3: treatment. Yeah, but also different pay grades.
4: Hmm. <laughs> True. And
3: different levels of respect. Like a, a a a if you were a celebrity, you'd rather talk to Al Roker than Juliana Rancic, right?
2: Clearly. Well, but i am that's what I'm saying, though. It's like these NBC executives are like, we got to get Al on the carpet. People love talking to Al. But to me, Al should be like, no, that is below my belt. I don't know. <laughs> there what must
3: the- be some nightmare clause in the contract that's like, you will do one garbage <laughs> event per year. And it's like, it is whatever we say. It could be the Golden Globes. It could be the People's Choice. It could be the VMAs.
2: I mean, also, did you see that they had, instead of Billy Bush, they had Jenna Bush, who ca- who oh. called Hayden Hidden Fences. <laughs> Hayden fences. <laughs> and that was like the
0: Ever. So you're nominated for Hidden Fences. How cool is it? You said that this party's known for a little drinking. Are you thinking you're gonna partake?
3: And she released a statement. She like cried about it and she said, um All I saw was the head all I saw was the headline and the and the image of her crying and she said, I'm not perfect. Anyway, did you like the Golden Globes? I didn't hate them. I didn't hate them either.
2: I mean, I hated the first award given out. I hated, and then I so I was mad for a good like thirty minutes, and then I got over it. And I hated Jimmy Fallon, but I feel like they didn't give him any screen time, so I loved it. They basically he didn't do anything.
3: Basically, he didn't. Well, that's the thing. That's always like the, the thing you re, you are reminded of at every award show. The hosts don't really do that. I know,
2: much. but you but you kind of forget they're there, and you're happy, and then they show up, and you're like, stop.
3: Yeah. And then he was he was just he pushed his singing shtick so hard oh, and like man. that's so tired at this point. I know. like remember Idiot Boyfriend?
2: Yeah, and I kinda of like Idiot Boyfriend, so let's not even get it started. Like I I didn't hate it.
3: Okay. Oh
1: sorry, I have a whatever. Anyways
3: And now it's time for the first comment.
1: Okay. Oh my God. I had to literally pause the episode that you just that I was just listening to. I've not finished it, but some some child called in and asked who is Garth Brooks. I would just like to say that I am like, a fucking like thirty year old black woman. First of all, uh, I do not listen to country. The only country song I know is. Uh, the barbecue stain on my white t-shirt one that they played in commercials forever and I fucking know who Garth Brooks is So, uh, yeah, don't don't fucking make excuses for that person. That's that's wrong. Okay. Bye
2: This person is not the only person to call and get really outraged at that uh, Person for not <laughs> knowing who Garth Brooks is. There were a few other calls where people were very mad and I just I, you know We were a little mad too but we, you know, I... Res- we were a lot
3: mad. I think we were a lot mad.
2: I know, but my whole thing is that I respect that not everyone knows everyone as part of mm-hmm. this because if you just get mad okay. at people who don't know people, it just ruins the whole... You'd be
3: mad the whole time. You'd be mad at sure, everyone.
2: Sure, but it's just... it's it, The whole concept of who's and them's is like this subjective, ever-changing, ever-evolving thing where you're never gonna know everyone and everything and someone you think that everyone know like knows you they don't know. Right. And that's what's fun is when you find out that somebody who is a them to you, no one knows who they are. It's like charming,
3: I think. I mean there's a whole generation of people to whom Bella Thorne is the biggest them in existence. Oh
2: my God. Yeah. And
3: we respect them.
2: <laughs> Do we? I
3: guess. I don't know. They're babies. I don't we don't They're have like to respect eight years
2: them. old. <laughs> um but yeah, Garth Brooks, I mean that's just a tough one. I we both agree with you clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, I was thrilled to hear Lindsay mention that the F list New Year's Eve special she was Roku streaming was hosted by Jonathan Bennett from Mean
1: Girls because I went to high school with him. This is germane to my interest because he and I were the only two out gay people in our podunk hometown of Rossford, Ohio. And I know he was on a soap opera in the early aughts, and then he did Mean Girls. And then I think I saw
2: him on an episode of Kathy Griffin's reality show. But what the hell has he been up to between now and then? Is he even a who anymore, or is he nothing? I don't know. Do you know? Anyway, I love the show. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye.
3: Great call. I love like personal anecdotes that are just like factual, that aren't scandalous or funny. It's just like, oh, that's him. It just gives you a nice little window into this person's life. Um,
2: I also didn't know that he was gay, so that's fun. Yeah,
3: that was a sort of a... I feel like that was a thing that was revealed a couple years ago, and everyone was like, can you believe it? Oh my god, Aaron Samuels is gay! But I don't think he was ever really in the closet, in Hollywood at least. I think he just wasn't famous enough for anyone to really care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and to go off on that, uh he's still a who. If he yeah. had done nothing, if he'd done absolutely nothing, he would be nothing.
2: I don't think so. I think if you have one iconic role, really iconic. Hey,
3: do you have a pencil like a bar?
2: And you show up on in vague situations, you you can still be a who. I just, you know, because the Oh fact no, that's that- what,
3: that's what I'm saying. Right. So he's he's around enough to stay a who. Sure. Which it, isn't much.
2: He's doing I mean he's doing, you know, not that impressive things, but he's doing a bunch of things a year which are various made for TV movies and, you know, ugh, TV shows, weird TV shows and Van Wilder uh prequels and sequels or whatever, but
3: He's doing uh he's doing a Food Network show which is sort of a big deal. A lot of people watch Food Network. I watch Food Network. He's hosting Cake Wars.
2: Oh, that is a big deal.
3: People like that show a lot. People love competition cooking shows. Right. So do I. Right. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Like, what's his name? Ted Allen has hosted Chopped for, like, 30 years. Oh, I love Ted um, Allen. Or whatever, 10 years. And I'm sure that you could make a tremendous living off of hosting a Food Network show and oh, hosting sure. a Food Network show only. And hosting
2: um, um, Roku Streaming's exclusive New Year's Eve bash.
3: Yeah, but that that is funny because I didn't really look into his, you know, current resume when you mentioned that. But now that I'm looking at it because of the caller... It makes sense that he would host the New Year's show. Like, he's still sort of around enough to host the low-rent Roku streaming New Year's (laughs) Eve show. I mean, it was
2: very, very, very low-rent. Right. Like, a lot of people were um, qualified to to host that New Year's show, you know?
3: Um, Rachel Platten was there, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, she sang – remember, she sang Imagine.
3: Well, okay, yeah, I guess. I should have remembered that. Do you think that Hillary's loss uh, hurt Rachel's career? Do you think? Do you think if we? Do you think we? If we lived no. in the alternate timeline where Hillary won, Rachel would have a leg up, or at least like a leg a little higher.
2: Okay, I don't think that Hillary losing hurt her career, but I do think that if Hillary won, it would have helped her career.
3: Yeah, I guess that's better. Yeah, you know I what I, agree I mean. With that. I don't think I it makes a
2: difference, but I think if she had won, we would have remembered that fight song was such a big song for mm-hmm. Hillary, and it would have been a big deal.
3: We can uh, move on to the next call, which is an actual call, which I love this call.
4: Hi, Who Weekly. It's Sam calling from New York. I just want to make sure that you're up to date on our favorite mommy blogger, Eva Marie Martino, um, who just announced on happilyeva.com that I guess her night nurse apparently fell asleep and dropped their month old baby on the floor. Um, that's not funny. I, I get that it's scary, but luckily the baby is recovering and seems to be fine. Um, the funny part is just the way she announced it. So this happened on Thanksgiving, and she saved it for her New Year's Day blog post. Um, she, she explains it's because she's afraid of judgment. And She wrote, I know this news might reach many, and of those many, there will always be the people who say this accident was my fault. That if it had been me in there holding him instead of a night nurse, this never would have happened. That I deserve this for allowing my child to be in the care of somebody other than me. Well, let me tell you, the guilt I bore in the days and weeks after this accident was more intense and more damaging than anything I would wish on my worst enemy. Which is fine, whatever. But, like, I'm not judging her for having a night nurse. I'm just wondering what the fuck is going on in the Marie Martino household that they keep having incidents with their nannies and nurses. Um, Yeah. Anyway, Eva's taking a couple weeks. Off from her busy blogging schedule to focus on her family. And she also diagnosed herself with PTSD because of her own instinct. But I kind of don't even want to get into that. So I just hope they all feel better soon. Anyway, uh, love the podcast, longtime listener, and uh, good form Bellathorne lesbian. Bye.
3: <laughs> Bye. Good, good
2: form Bellathorne lesbian. <laughs> you remember when those people always
3: <laughs> Jesus. God. <laughs> oh my god! I this love is that a great throwback call. Great, call. It's a really good call. Um, but I, to answer your first question, or it wasn't even a question. What was it? when you asked? When when he asked, I just want to make sure you're uh, up to date on your Eva Marie Martino news. Uh, we are always up to date on our Eva Amurri Martino news. It's like how Google Chrome. Uh, updates automatically. Like, you don't have to restart. We are constantly auto-updating. When she
2: blogs, Bobby gets a push notification to his brain. No,
3: I don't even get a a push notification. It's just there. It's It's just suddenly part of my memory. Like, new cells are created in my brain, and then the memory is etched onto the soul, and it's perfect.
2: Technology is crazy these Mm -hmm. days. I
3: know. My Eva Amuri app. So I actually
2: do need to, like, let's just – the caller did a great job with this. I, I do need, like, a little bit of a, a clarification here. So so another nanny
3: fucked up. <laughs> well, they had to get a new nanny when the other nanny so – Oh, the, yes, the, so the, the, new, the original nanny, nanny was the day nanny.
2: So the day – oh, God. Having – so the day nanny is the one that sexed her husband, and they were like, absolutely not. And then she docks the day nanny <laughs> well, and kicked and, in her husband.
3: Didn't even sex the husband oh was texting the friend about how the husband was hot oh, right. and then the, but accidentally sent it to, which sounds like she did it on purpose but I don't know if I believe most of her stories, but we'll save that. Keep going. Okay,
2: so point being, didn't sex the husband, almost sex. The, <laughs> wanted to sex the husband, didn't sex the husband, got fired. Eva, Eva Marie Martino made a huge deal of that. Then Eva Mar- Marie Martino has another baby and has a night nurse, which, by the way, is the bougiest fucking thing. I'm sorry if you know any – I mean, you know about this stuff, but having a night nurse is like – The rich, the richest person's brag I've ever, whatever. So the night nurse drops the baby at some point, and it's like bad enough where they fell
3: asleep while holding the baby.
2: Uh, well, it was a night nurse. It was (laughs) at night.
3: She's tired. If you're the night nurse,
2: your one job is to stay awake.
4: Your one
3: job (laughs)
2: is to stay awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. You have one job. Um, Drops the baby. And Eva, a Marie Martino, basically writes a blog post that's like, it's my fault because I should be with my baby all the time. I mean, Um, again, both of us, not parents. The baby's fine. No, have to reiterate.
3: (laughs) Right. Uh, We have to reiterate, the baby is completely fine. She goes on to say like, oh, we went to the doctor and I was so nervous that the baby was going to die. But then they did the x-rays. And like, I guess I think this is a thing about like children, like babies, through evolution, like babies can be dropped. Not intentionally, well, they but really they're they're skulls. they're so rubbery and they yeah. have thick skulls and they have like a lot of uh uh that like the, the liquid between the skull and the brain, so it's harder for the brain to bash against the skull if you drop. So yeah. like we're meant to be resilient, so that whenever we're like so that we ha- we don't have a huge risk of dying and so that we make it to adulthood. When so, like, I
2: think about. Like chilled, like overprotective parents. I always think, like, think of all of the you know twelve year old to sixteen year olds who've had kids, and those kids have survived. I mean, think of all the things that have happened to those. Ch- like, there's so oh, much yeah. that your kids I are mean, like, so there was resilient. An,
3: an entire generation of 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 people were born after their moms like smoked and drank because the doctor said it wasn't a, pro- a problem. Right. Like we can. Children are resilient. Babies right. are resilient for like accidents. I like mean, this, clearly, right? Eva,
2: Amari Martino has never seen Teen Mom 2 or whatever, because I think she would maybe have more confidence in her kids' resilience in a way. Yeah. Although, you know, someone who That's you pay same. money- there was blood. There was blood. If someone who you pay money to watch your kid at night should not drop your kid, like, or should right. not no have any issues with
3: your, it's kid. it's by no means good for a. Why we, I'm getting so defensive? Like, I don't want to <laughs> say the wrong thing, but like, it's of course you don't want your baby to fall. I don't. I don't want to come up, come across as callous, but the baby is fine. The baby is fine. The thing I wanted to say was, I thought this blog from the very beginning. I was like, this this blog, this blog is too much, <laughs> um, because number one, it's an issue with the nanny. And she I know. has to call out that it's the nanny. Another issue. Number two, she says, which I don't know, is less about like me questioning the series of events and more about me just being like eyes emoji at Eva Murray all the time. She begins by saying, or in the middle, so why didn't I share this when it happened? And then she goes on and gives like these, you know, very sad parental reasons about how she had to process it. She wasn't sure if it was her fault or not, blah, blah, blah. She was upset. She was depressed. But then she never explains – there's never a follow-up where she says, so why am I sharing it now? Mm-hmm. There's never any reason. She's still just like once I, – I read these things and I'm still like, you just want the headline, Eva. Yeah. You want that headline yeah. so bad. Why am I sharing that content? You remember how sweet those headlines were whenever your n- other nurse, your day nurse – Wanted to fuck your husband. I
2: mean, who is on the Eva Murray Martino blog beat? I mean, I just want to know who is out there, you know, getting this RSS feed sent right to their Google Reader, RIP, their whatever reader, and, you know, going right to their editor and being like, Eva Murray Martino has a new blog post and we definitely need to aggregate. We definitely need to pick it up.
3: I just, this is is purely uh, a gut instinct. I just, like, there's something about her. She's very... Verbose. These things go on a long time. I feel like we're missing some details. I'm not saying she's lying. I feel like she's leaving a lot of stuff out about this nurse and about what happened. Um, and that's that's I don't know. That's just my my gut reaction.
2: Wow. Are you an Eva or Marie Martino truther? Sounds like you. Um, <laughs> don't you need to know the truth?
3: Maybe, but like it is sort of strange that she has these. Her two biggest media stories involve like nurses fucking up. <laughs> like you would think that if you fucked up on your first nurse hire, you would more properly vet the next nurse, you know? I mean... More thoroughly vet, excuse me.
2: Or, you know, just actually don't have these nannies or something if you're so not... I
3: also love that she capitalizes Night Nurse. Why? Like, Night Nurse is a a proper name. If it had been me in there holding him instead of Night Nurse, like Night (laughs) Nurse is a character in a movie, like some Marvel (laughs) character. Um... (laughs) Uh, emma stone as a night nurse
0: okay all right um hi Lindsay and bobby my name is kirby um i have been a fan for about three weeks now because my friend rachel told me to listen to your podcast and she kept referring to people as who's and them's and i was like that's great what are you talking about and then she told me that i needed to call and tell you about how chrissy Teigen inadvertently ho- uh not hooked us up but had me what am i saying i'm so nervous for some reason Aren't on the phone but um <laughs> set up me and my boyfriend on Twitter, which I will say for another phone call. But I'm calling because I just watched the Golden Globes. And I have two questions for you. First of all, did we know that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was dating or actually is married to Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill? I had no idea until just Jared posted a photo on Instagram and I saw that he was with her and I was kind of blown away, and then I obviously Googled it, and apparently they've been married for a little while, and they have a son together, and he's six years old. So Jensen Ackles from Supernatural set them up. I don't know. Are we supposed to know this? I just thought it was a little weird, um, but also really cool, good for them. Okay, anyways, um, I took this as a Facebook group as well, but um wanted to come to you guys since you're the authorities. So uh, thanks for making me laugh, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye.
3: What a great Chrissy Teigen story. You should Um, call again and, like, give us the full story, even if we don't play it. I need to hear that story.
2: No, I need to hear the story. Yeah. Personally, I need to hear the story. Even if you don't want us to play it, just we call and, like, tell us the story and be like, don't play this, but here's the story. Yeah, put a disclaimer. We're fine. (laughs) Sorry, everyone Um, listening who actually wants to hear the story. It's just for us.
3: It's just for us. Unless you want us to share it, that's fine. Um, but we would never share something if you did not give us permission. But if it's
2: also a bad story, then I'm still not going to... Like, it has (laughs) to also be a good story. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um,
3: Quality control. Uh, So Jeffrey Dean Morgan... uh, I did not know that he and Hillary Burton were together until the Golden Globes. I didn't so. know
2: either, which is crazy because this is totally up my alley. It's a very old loves, very random coupling, you know? And they've been together mm-hmm. for a long time. So I'm just really surprised it didn't come across my radar. Maybe it's because I definitely don't pay attention to anything these two have ever been in. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's I just like say
3: like aside how from often him, do we see them?
2: Well when he was the, the last time I cared about him was when he was on Grey's Anatomy as Denny. Um, we've talked about him before because he has a twin in Hollywood, which is he is the exact same. He has the exact same face as Javier, Javier Bardem. Bardem. But when we talked about him last time, and I said I care about Jeffrey Dean Morgan because he was Denny, and that's the last time I cared mm-hmm. about him. Him and Hillary Burton were not together when he was on Grey's Anatomy, but since then they have gotten together, and they yeah. have a kid, and they're married.
3: They have a kid. They're mm, they're married. questionably married. No, oh, they are married. for sure married. They're married. Yeah. Um, I thought there was some weird thing about like the only reason we know they're married is because he referred to her as his wife, but like there was no- like they weren't on the cover of People when they got married. They've been together for s-
2: over seven years, says this article. But I guess they both were married. They both <laughs> says were-
3: just Jared Jr. <laughs> no,
2: you- I'm reading a worse website, which is Fame10.com, and oh my God. <laughs> and <laughs> so I trust them because Fame10. Um, so he was married and she was married and. This is their second, their second marriage. Their second marriage.
3: Imagining myself reading like Fame 7 and I'm getting questionable information. (laughs) It's like, they've only been married for four years. What?
2: Fame 10 has 10 things I didn't know about Hillary Burton and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's relationship. And honestly, I didn't know any of these things. Number (laughs) 10 is they love candy. I didn't know that. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Why don't I even just, should I just go through this list because
3: Go through, please. If they're all as good as I Love Candy, who we're in for a treat
2: <laughs> Well, 10 is I Love Candy. And the reason <laughs> they love candy is because they co-own a candy shop So it's not just that they were photographed having candy, they literally own a candy shop
3: Wow, that's two things that I just learned on one bullet point Can Incredible. I love Fame I mean, Fame 10. I feel like
2: Fame10 is the best website in the whole world Because <laughs> Us Weekly would say they love candy and it'd be like one time they ate candy This is literally, they <laughs> or, own a candy shop
3: Or it would have a bolded bullet and no, like, regular body copy underneath that.
2: (laughs) Okay. Ten. They love candy. Wait, wait. Nine. Wait, can I read you this description? It gets wilder every sentence. (laughs) Okay. There's more about the candy? Oh, my God. Just just wait. Despite being (laughs) beloved stars, mm, okay, the two live a very low-key life and actually co-own a candy store in Rhinebeck, New York called Samuel's Sweet Shop. It's oh. in Rhinebeck? Yes. We it, should go. I know. I'd love to go to this candy store. Ready? It gets better. After the passing of the owner, Mer- Morgan and Burton, and fellow actor Paul- Wait, I've
3: been there! Oh my god, oh Oh my god. oh my Sorry, god. go on. Sorry,
2: what sorry. was that? You've been there?
3: Uh, yes, I've been there. I bought so much candy when I was there. Excuse but go on. Okay.
2: After the passing of the owner- Morgan and Burton, fellow actor Paul Rudd and his wife Julie and their friend Andy and his wife all bought the store. So he co-owns a candy shop or they co-own a candy shop with fucking Paul Rudd.
3: Oh my god, I've been there. It's like the cutest candy shop and it's across from this really good... Um
2: how did you have like no cafe. idea that it was owned by Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Hillary Burton and Paul Rudd and I his went wife there, Julie? I went
3: there because it was the cute, like, I was like, what is this? Because I love candy. Our listeners must know I love candy. And uh, I was in Rhinebeck, which is the cutest fucking town upstate, <laughs> like on candy. the Hudson. Oh, my God. Big candy van. So when I saw this Samuel Sweet Shop, I was like, well, that looks great. Got to go in there. And was told that it was, like, famous and old. Like, when you go to, like, a famous old cute candy shop, yeah. you don't assume it's owned by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Well,
2: clearly the owner died, and they and it's loved called it, Samuel's. And it I love it. Why isn't it called... I don't know any
3: famous people named Samuel, aside from that guy from Florence Foster Jenkins. It
2: should literally just be called Hillary Burton, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Paul Rudd, and his wife, Julie's Candy Store, because that would get me <laughs> to go
3: in <on> it immediately. <laughs> um,
2: That's number 10. We're only at 10. You, you We need to move on.
3: Sorry. Oh, my God. I just can't believe I've been there. That's okay. crazy. All I right. bought so – Lindsay, I bought so much candy. I
2: believe place. it. You love candy. That's our – our listeners must know you love candy.
3: Okay. okay.
2: Number nine is equally good, which is crazy because we're only at number nine. They <laughs> – <laughs> let me just read you a little bit of it. Despite a okay. – beside a sick – Despite a 16-year age difference between the two stars, mutual friends of the pair thought Burton and Morgan would get along great, so they set them up in a blind date in 2009. The pair met thanks to Morgan's former Supernatural star Jensen Ackles, who is a total who, (laughs) who just Mm -hmm. so happens to be married to Danielle Harris, who starred on One Tree Hill with Burton. In an interview, Morgan explained, I happen to be blah, 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 who cares? Point being, they were set up by Supernatural Jensen Ackles' wife, who was on One Tree Hill.
3: Wild. Wild. Crazy, right? Yeah.
2: Right? Crazy. That's wild. Crazy. And also, Jeffrey D. Morgan was on Supernatural.
3: I mean, it seems like everyone's been on Supernatural. The show's been on for like 12 years. That's
2: true. It, if it's, I mean, it'll be on for enough years that every actor has been on it. So it's like Law & mm-hmm. Order, you know? Okay. Um, Number eight is Fast Love. Mm, that's kind of boring. They just like got together fast. Who cares? Um, number seven is Going Public. Uh, they made their first appearance together as a couple on April 20th 420 at the premiere for Morgan's film The Losers great number six is past loves which I told you they both have been married before number yes. five is marriage and I think they, marriage but I think they did get married in 2014 there were reports that the couple married but there was no confirmation reports but he yes. but he, he calls her his wife so they're married number four is baby news they had a baby In 2010, his name is Gus. Number three is being parents. So they just are parents. Number three Mm -hmm. and number four are the same, guys. Come on. Number two is the farm. Uh, They have a
3: farm. (laughs) Oh, they have a farm. Where's the farm? In New York?
2: Uh, They brought a farm near Rhinebeck. Yes, they have a farm. We
3: bought a farm. We bought a farm. We bought a farm. Oh. Rebecca's um, so cute. When they,
2: the first weekend we met, we daydreamed, hey, I want to own a farm. I want to own a shop. And now we live in this beautiful little town. We have a farm and a shop. Wow, aren't you guys lucky that you're rich? One, <laughs> number one is God. the best. Wait, number one is the best. <laughs> are you ready for number one? Lay it on me. Similar careers.
3: <laughs> Wait. In what world is, are two actors, how does that mean they're just similar? Why does it say identical careers?
2: Well, let me read you the very long and unnecessary description, which oh is... Oh, my
3: God. Although
2: they didn't meet until 2009, the two have funny similarities in their careers. First of all, the pair were both stars in the beloved CW shows. Jeffrey Dean Morgan starred in Supernatural as John Winchester for 12 episodes. Meanwhile, okay. Hilary Burton starred in One Tree Hill as Peyton Sawyer. Then they coincidentally both had stints on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, sh- I don't remember her. Whatever. Uh, Morgan appeared as Denny Duquette And Burton appeared as Dr. Lauren Boswell Okay that's a lie Finally the pair also appeared in the series Extant With Morgan in 13 episodes Extant. Burton was in Barry, 6 yeah. and helped the pair Because Morgan was hesitant to take the role Blah 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 who cares So yes they have similar careers
3: Wow, Which is crazy because
2: that's like Yeah they're both actors they have the same career
3: They have the same career yes
2: um, wow, that was a that was a crazy list. Fame 10 is the best website on the internet.
3: I don't think we've ever learned more from a blank thing you don't know about blank Never. than we just learned here.
2: I would like to shout out the author of this article, Talisa Carter, who went above and beyond, above and oh beyond. God. She could have written, you know, very much not this.
3: <laughs> she could have written a lot of garbage and people still would have clicked on it. But little did they know they were in for like actual education. I
2: feel like Us Weekly needs to get their hands on Talisa Carter. Don't you think?
3: Oh, she would be a huge asset. Oh, my God. She needs to fix whatever the hell they are doing on that website.
2: If she did the top 10 things you didn't know, there'd be actual things. Yeah. Anyways, now you know 10 things. I mean, arguably there was like eight because she repeated a lot, but eight. Eight good things.
3: Eight good things is more than the like one and a half you get from us weekly.
2: Very true. Very true.
3: Hi, Who Weekly. I am catching up on all the Golden
1: Globes stuff. And watching Donald Glover's acceptance speeches, and in one of them, he says his baby and his baby mama, I guess. He, can, he thanks them. And I was like, oh, Donald Glover has a baby, and who is the mother? And I Google her, and her name does not exist. Us Weekly doesn't know who she is. The Daily Mail doesn't know who she is. Um, there's a Bustle article that's like, this is one private couple. And how I just wanted to know like how rare is it that like you know obviously these Vems can have who girlfriends or, but like like if her name isn't even on Google, like are there any other examples of that? I don't know, I just feel like that's kind of crazy.
4: All right uh,
1: thanks.
2: I thought this was super interesting because from what I remember when he had when he when it came out that he would had a kid, it was like months after it happened, so they were even late to release this information or that it didn't get to them i think it has a lot to do with the fact that they live in atlanta mostly
3: yeah that's they're not like in yeah
2: but i think also, there are maybe some favors happening because there are pictures of her, but we don't know her name. Somebody clearly knows who she is and knows yeah, her name. Of course. And if they did a little bit of reporting, they could find out her name.
3: But- She's not like shrouded in these photographs. No, it's and- like them like at the grocery store, and then she is. There's her full right. face.
2: That's why I don't feel bad about being like, Who's this girl? Who's this girl? Because one, he thanked her. And two, her her face is out there. She's been photographed. Uh she leaves her house and whatever but i i think it's very 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 interesting that no one you're right has published her name i wonder why and i can't really think of other can you think of other like times this has happened or other
3: not not identical to this where you are seeing the face of the person and it's and it's crazy cuz usually Gossip reporters want to know that immediately. Like, that's the story, to be the first person to identify it. Right. Um, But it does remind me of the January Jones situation and how January Jones has the son and never revealed who the father is and, like, will never reveal who the father is. And she's done this for a while now. Like, it's just part of her – it's just part of her story that, like, she's never going to tell anyone who the father is because it's no one's business. Right. Um, but I I can't think of an example where this woman where like a one half of a relationship was photographed frequently with the famous person and no one knew who that person was.
2: I mean, his profile is pretty big, so that's why I'm just kind of surprised. It's not like oh, he yeah. came out of nowhere and now she's going to be mm-hmm. named. It's like when it was re- when it was reported that she had her baby, mm-hmm. uh, and it's funny because the the article is uh, surprised Donald Glover and his girlfriend welcomed their child together earlier this year. An insider yeah. confirms. An insider confirms because mm-hmm. it's like they didn't even know when she had it. <laughs> they weren't even mm-hmm. paying attention to him.
3: He was just being photographed with the baby, and it was like, wait, is that his baby? And then right, and a few days later, it was like, it's his baby. Yeah, that's his baby. <laughs> his publicist um, was like,
2: uh, that's his baby. Yes, that
3: is his baby. <laughs> that's I, all you're getting. I
2: mean, there must be there. I, I just. I, Maybe some kind of insider can call and explain this to us as to why no one is reporting it out. Because you're pretty shameless. They would report it out if they had the information, I think. Or they would just say yeah. that's her name. There must be some yeah. reason. Yeah. You know? Um, Anyways.
3: I don't know. Maybe they're going to give someone an exclusive later. I don't know. Maybe they're just saving it for an exclusive. Who knows?
2: That's weird, though. Uh, like, but that's not is... very
3: Donald Glovery to no. do that. So.
2: No. any No. So – we didn't really answer your question that
3: well we don't know who she is but i mean well we answered the question in 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 saying that yes no one knows who she is
2: i mean there are plenty of actors in the past who've had uh kids with anonymous partners or or and women who definitely who have not named their kids dad and you know decide to keep it a secret or i mean this is the whole like ronan farrow thing right like who's who's the dad you know i mean his
3: dad is woody (laughs) allen everyone knows it (laughs) It's sure just woody it Allen, sure that's the fact. Sure that's sure the is. fact. Sure it is. That's the fact. Sure it is.
1: Hey there. So uh, I may be a an atypical listener of yours and then I'm a huge fan of Who Weekly, but I'm also a huge sports fan in general. So that leads me to my question. So I don't really watch a lot of Dancing with the Stars, but I watch enough Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, so sometimes I'll catch the very beginning of the show and one thing that's always fascinating me is that the contestants will kind of be the whoiest people and, and then there will be like some really, really, really good MVP caliber professional athletes. I think recently they had like Antonio Brown and Vaughn Miller who are like all pro uh, players among the best of their position. And they're competing against, you know, actresses who starred on an ABC family Series 10 years ago. Uh, I guess I was surprised that uh, A list professional athletes are at the same rung as D list celebrities in terms of this. So I guess my question is what does it take for an athlete uh, to reach the them level? I'm assuming it's not actual skill since probably more people know who Rita Orr is than Mike Trout or Cindy Crosby or Clayton Kershaw, uh, Matt Ryan. Um, pretty sure that 90% of the professional athletes my wife knows are because they were romantically involved with like Kardashian and our housewife so anyway love the show just curious what you think all I. right bye. first of all I'll tell you
3: what I think
2: can I just say shout out all the straight male listeners out there that think they're the atypical listeners of weekly but aren't I mean we have already we've already admitted time and time again our sports knowledge is lacking and we will one day get a you know have have someone come on here and school us but for now you're right but I what I love about this call so much is that you're so right dancing with the stars definitely has these big sports names and compared to the other people uh they're way more famous in the context of sports
3: yeah and even even as recently as who which gymnast won this year
2: Oh, um, Lori Hernandez.
3: Lori Hernandez, like, the biggest Olympians, the biggest American Olympians. Right,
2: but she's she's side by side with, like, you know, I forget who
3: else. Fucking, I can't even remember. But people who are like Robert Herjavec and, like, Misha Barton. Right. So it's basically, it is funny, it is funny that we've never noticed this.
2: But there is something, and you you've pointed it out in your call, where... The talent of a sports star has nothing to do with their celebrity status at all. Never. It helps.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true.
2: It helps. But in terms of breaking beyond the the people that actually watch sports, I mean, I'm never going to hear about a sports star because they're good. I'm never going to. Sorry. That's not going to happen for me. You know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always a good sports star.
2: I'm going to hear about them because they had a scandal or they did an ad for something I watch or, you know, they or they were in a movie randomly.
3: Yeah. You only hear about them when the media coverage surrounding them leaves the uh, traditional location for that media. Like when when news leaves, like transcends sports news.
2: Yeah. I mean, they have to have, um, like, a good narrative. But they're. But also, do you think that maybe this has something to do with the fact that a sports star's career can be shorter than, uh, you know...
3: Oh, like sports people retire in, like, their yeah. 30s and 40s?
2: Or, you know, you have these Olympians who only do shit every four years or something. So in between, it's like, well, you know, got to do Dancing with the Stars...
3: I just, or even even seasonal sports. Like sure. sportsmen only compete for, you know, a couple months out of the year. I mean, I guess they're practicing. Right. So you
2: have this am, this hilarious thing where Dancing of Stars is where are they nows, which are who's. Yeah. And sports stars who are in between their shit, you know, like where but they I have nothingness to.
3: That's, that is, I think, more important than <clears throat> we might be. I'm, I'm sorry. I keep playing. I always play with stuff on my desk. I know. Desk and, and you and drop gets shit. And you can um, hear it in the episodes. But I think... The fact that the windows um, that sports people are available are larger than the windows actors are available, sure. who are probably doing more little things throughout the year, and then you have to like squeeze them. Because how often do people like bail out of X reality show or Y movie because of scheduling conflicts? True. Like sports people have pretty consistent uh, schedules throughout the year; they oh. can plan ahead also, much easier. Also, I than thought
2: I'd of something ahead. else. Ready for this? This is totally Tell me. obvious. Tell me.
3: Oh, my God. Tell me.
2: Sports stars are athletic and they are more confident that they can maybe win Dancing with the Stars. Right? So you have a higher percentage of sports people who are like, I'm athletic. I could totally do that. And I could train. And I have the willpower and the skill to do it. And they do a lot of the time. I mean, when you – all the Olympians – the Olympians always win – you know, and they always go far. I mean, I think Ryan Lochte was like the one of the biggest failures of because he was just very not coordinated. Yep. it turns out, even though he's strong and good at swimming, but a lot of them do very well because they yeah. are
3: good at sports. And I think in the same way, like uh, whereas a Lindsay Lohan or a Misha Barton or another kind of uh, previously bright star in hollywood might use it as a tool to make a comeback i think sports people might maybe i'm wrong but use it to become more famous just more famous across the aisle yeah um and also they want to
2: win because they're sports people and they're competitive they want to win
3: but it is really like we're never going to get meryl streep on the on dancing with the stars we're never gonna dance all washington on dancing with the stars i mean cross your fingers but never say never but, yeah, there's. I'm looking to the list of famous sport people on Dancing with the Stars, and I recognize most of these names. Do you? There's, like, real people, like Apollo Ono.
2: Anyways, we should move on.
3: Yeah, wow, we, we talked about sport a long time. Yeah. Long sport chat. Uh, our last two calls. Well, um, let's just.
2: Um, so we, Bobby, sent, uh, put out the call for "You've Got Mail" two sequel ideas, uh, pitches mm-hmm. that we're going to steal and turn into real movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a bunch of good ones. We should mm-hmm. spread them out over a few weeks. So I want to play like one or two. You want? I'm going to
3: play one and two.
2: Hi, Bobby
1: and Lindsay. So I've actually thought about the plot for "You've Got Mail" two before. In fact, I'd like to read you a Facebook post I wrote in 2012. It's about time for Hollywood's remake slash sequel of You've Got Mail. In the newest version, Joe Fox's aunt Annabelle, who's now all grown up, struggles to keep the once giant corporate retailer afloat, all while falling in love with Jeff Bezos' adopted Chinese daughter over Instagram photos of pets and food.
0: Let me know what you think. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love it. I um love it.
3: Lindsay. Lindsay, who quiz? Do you remember the actress who played Annabelle? Remember the name?
2: Fuck, because we got it wrong, and then uh-huh, we, got we got it, it wrong, and, and then, we... then we got it right. No, no idea what's her name.
3: Uh, Hallie Hirsch. Well, Hallie Hirsch Martin. She's like, uh, like, oh, she like lives off the grid now. Right. Remember, she where like lives th- in the woods. Who do
0: we think it was? We
3: thought she was Alexa Pena Peña- Vega. Oh right. <laughs> Moving on.
0: Hi Lindsay and Bobby, this is Lanaya, and um, I have two things for you. One, last night my boyfriend and I watched The Meddler at your behest, and it was very, very good. It's free right now to watch on Xfinity on demand. So if you have Xfinity, you can watch it for free, and it's awesome. Um, the second thing is I have a plot for You've Got Mail Two, which is uh, it's like years later, and Tom Hanks is like the thrill is gone so he goes on to tinder with a fake profile it starts looking up people and he finds a girl in there he likes and he's just talking her and then like hijinks or whatever and then at the end of the movie he finds out it was meg ryan under a false profile as well wouldn't that be good a lot better than ebooks anyways uh, love the podcast good form Bella Thorne. Bye.
2: That's i cute. really like that that's one cute. that's really cute tom hanks I like on tinder one. is a great concept
3: um also xfinity users get on that get on that you know my mom my mom watched the meddler uh recently and she didn't really like it that much what uh mother if you are listening to this podcast i know you listen to some episodes but if you are listening to this podcast just know that when you told me that i said
2: um i'm so mad
3: i did not tell you that i was very upset but I am very upset that you didn't like it I'm as much so as I did. so upset.
2: Between my mom pissing in the street and your mom not liking the meddler, it's truly a... F- <laughs> we need to do some real...
3: Uh, we have to have an intervention with our mothers. I'm mad.
2: Okay, so <laughs> okay. we've gone on so long. That is the end of this episode. Thank you oh so God. much for your calls, per usual.
3: Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. We love you. Um, and we'll see you next week. Later.
2: Bye. bye. bye.
1: You, was Mia, yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: they want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. hey. Yeah. Yeah. Come, on, come on. Hey. How to be famous?
3: Cuz I love candy. Our listeners must know I love candy.
0: That was a headgum podcast.